You're listening to the One and a Half Asians podcast with your hosts, Wu Chou Yi and Cody G. I'm sorry, everyone. If you're, I've been a little late uploading. We actually have a theme song. Like you don't have to do a do do. It's still fun. Is it fun? Because when you hear the do 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 with the music, it's like you can't hear it now because <laughs> nothing's playing. But... Do you practice at home? No. I think but I match nice. it up nicely though. Ooh. When I'm editing, I'm like it. It would sound good coming in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome everyone. Welcome to S O two E one five one five. Man, talking about seasons and episodes, it just got me just, I'm so excited for Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. It's been so long. Is it out already? No, this Sunday. I don't watch Game of Thrones Yeah, still. that's such a foolish thing. Which, I remember I, I watched those Game of Zones, like those basketball yeah. ones. Those ones are pretty funny. Even though I don't watch Game of Thrones, like, I just find them funny. Well, they are humorous, but, like, they become... Twice as funny once you understand the context of the Game of Thrones. I know. I've been saying for like a a year now that I'd watch the promise that I've broken. I uh, work with a gentleman who had been refusing to watch Game of Thrones, and he decided finally to watch the first season, and he watched all seven seasons in like the last three weeks, so that he is now ready to watch season eight as it comes out. So is this a show that just, you would you say it gets better every season? Or you just you just want to keep up with what's going on? It gets better every season. I shouldn't say it gets better. You are invested more and more in characters and plot lines as each season progresses. There are things in season eight that are going to come to a conclusion that were coming that like started in season one. Like oh. almost a decade ago, I've been waiting for the conclusion. Of this storyline. Damn. It's like, it's similar to like the Harry Potter series. Did you read Harry Potter? No. It was just, you'd been with these characters and these plot lines for so long. (laughs) I remember Harry Potter though. Like, for some reason, every time I'd go to Nick's house, you know, Nick Olnick. (laughs) I I know Nick Olnick. He he would have Harry Potter playing like in his basement. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, this is weird. All right, so I just, like, watch whatever's on there. But, like, the first time I ever watched Harry Potter was in, like, English class in high school. That's so weird to me that you have no idea about this whole world. I, well, I get, I have an idea. No, you don't. I guess I don't. But, like, <laughs> Hogwarts, I know, like, that's, like, a school for wizards. Just a school? Just a school for it's wizards. Just a school. The, you know, kids, they turn into men. <laughs> I don't know. All of them turn into men? <laughs> There's and only the, one sex in the wizarding world. And the the the, the pretty one. <laughs> Hermione What's Granger? Her Emma Watson? Yes. Yeah. Very pretty. What were we talking about? Yeah, anyways, yeah. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Who I was gonna, needs to watch it? I was going to say, like, I've been watching Walking Dead. You're not a fan of Walking Dead, are you? No, it was bad. And then it got worse. It wasn't that bad. Like, the first... Definitely bad. Okay, well... I agree with you. It got worse, right? <laughs> yeah. I was, like, the first three seasons I really enjoyed. And I think then, that's fair. And then it went down and down. Then it went up again for, like, I would say near the end. And then it, I just stopped watching. Is it still going? I think so. 
You don't even know? No, I stopped watching a That's year ago. That's the sign of a shitty show. I know, but it's going been going on for so long. Yeah. That's what I feel like. I've invested so much time into this show. Should I just pick it up? I still haven't. The way I would view that, if I was bedridden for a day or two, and I like had nothing to do, I would binge an entire oh, season. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that's but a good that's point. Yeah. About like I wouldn't sit down and be like, I have to finish this. When I was bedridden, when I got really sick a year ago, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but like I couldn't stand up. So I that's when I started Stranger Things, and I watched the whole season in yeah. in bed in one day. Yeah, it was. Well, I did the crazy. same thing, but I was very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But that's how I watched Stranger Things. And then I got into that, watched season two, which I enjoyed. And then now I'm looking forward to season three. I actually started watching Game of Thrones. Uh, I was uh, I was suffering from heat stroke. So I was just lying on in the basement with like ice on my chest and my forehead. And I was like, ugh, wish I had something to watch. So I like jumped on my computer and... Uh, just like went to a torrent website and saw which yeah. TV series was number one. I'm like, yeah, Game of Thrones. Download the entire first season in like 24 hours. Just done. I remember I told you I watched the first episode and I thought the first episode was really intense. Yeah. With whatever that monster was in the forest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you about that, right? And then yeah, I watched the, the second Walker, episode. And you were disappointed. Disappointed that it wasn't in the second episode. Okay. Because I was thinking like, where is this monster? And then it went into all this, you know, medieval stuff <laughs> that, like, I know is, can be interesting, but, like, it's something in my mind says, like, if it's, like, old style like that, I just think it's going to be boring. I don't know what it is. Like, same with Westerns. Like, I don't really like Westerns because... It's old? It's too old for yeah. me. You know what I mean? But my dad loves them. <laughs> like, he just likes that old style of movie. So he even watches, like, a lot of his Korean historical... I don't know how he watches them. Yeah, but he just sits there and he like mm. loves history. I don't know. You know, if you're talking to my dad sometime soon, he goes on and on and on about Korean films. Really, Koreans are putting out the best best movies in the world right now. <laughs> oh, do I have some movies for him to watch then? Oh, he would fuck. He would fucking love that. <laughs> okay, if I talk to him, I'll ask him if he's watched like a few. Yeah, like I would say like really good. Like gangster flicks. Yep. There's a few that I think he would really like. He also says that like um, scary slash psychological horror movies coming out of Korea are legitimately mind-fuckingly terrifying. Yeah, they are. Because there is no like... They make scary movies like there is no ending. Yeah. Like Like this is just reality. Like the monster's still there. Yep. Nothing happened. (laughs) Like people died. And the end. <laughs> no resolution. <laughs> then I hate those types of movies too, because like I'll go to bed and I'll be like, "What the hell?" Oh my god! I hate those things. Like, yeah. there was another movie that it was called like Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. That movie had like just a an ending that just didn't sit well with me or Esther. <laughs> me, I didn't really care. I'm like, ah, oh, the robot lived. Yep. I'm sorry if anyone hasn't watched that. <laughs> spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, you should edit in you saying, uh, yes. spoiler. Spoiler. But, like, you know how, have you watched that movie? 
No, but I have heard of the yeah, ending. Something happened, and then, like, guy got trapped somewhere, and then... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he got trapped in a house, mm-hmm. and then that's how, like, the movie ended. And, like, this is not just any house. Like, this is a high-tech house that he was in, mm-hmm. and, like, if you're trapped, you're trapped. Like, you're going to starve to death, and you're going to die. Yep. doesn't say that. But it alludes to but it. that's all I'm thinking about in my mind. Yep. And then when I'm going to bed, I'm thinking... That guy must be so hungry. That guy's going to die in there. Like, that's <laughs> all I'm thinking about. So I hate movies like that. Hate them. Oh, woo. Which is why, like, I hate the Saw movies. Oh, yeah. Like, I watched the first two. I don't even know why, but, like... I, was... I have not seen any of them because I know I just won't like them. That's not Cody style. You won't. I don't... Yeah. I'm afraid to watch them. <laughs> I'm legitimately afraid. Like, that's a... If it comes out... I just don't want to even see the trailers. Yeah. I'm at that level of discomfort when I watch them. Well, it's good to know. I will not force you to watch any but of the Saw movies. Avengers, I'm all about those. Yeah. I think uh, I heard something on the radio that in the States, you'll be able to watch all the Avengers movies back to back to back to back to back to back um, over the course of a weekend in the States. I would do that if I yeah, had weird. no children. If I had, yeah, that's a good point, Woo. I really would. I remember I used to do those. Remember what, like in Oakville, you used to just watch movie after movie after yep. movie. I could do that forever. Just like wait months and months of not watching anything, and then just watch them all over two days. I don't know if I do that. I do like to do the three movies in one day at the movie theater. All because it's. Financially efficient. Just <laughs> <laughs> get some popcorn. Eat in the theater pretty much the whole time. They don't question you when you have a full bag of popcorn and like. Food. They don't question you because they're all minimum wage workers who don't care if you're stealing movies. One freaking guy did though. Like I was with my brother and like a few of his friends, and then guy was like, "Tickets, please." And I were like, no, "We don't have them." They're like he legitimately kicked us out. I'm like, "You freaking." That's fair, but. Traveling in a group, I think, is uh, was your yeah, it's, that's mistake. True. Just going by myself. I fly solo. That is a comfortable way to watch movies. It's great. You spread out. You don't have anyone sit beside you. Oh, it's a dream. I just don't like walking in late to the movie if I was like by myself. Well, then everyone's just watching you and then... Well, fluff on the bird and stop your fucking seat. Eh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... I guess this this is the way the podcast is going to go today. We just random topics. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we're at. I felt very passionate about telling everyone, I don't give a fuck if I'm ca- coming to a movie late. Fuck you. The only thing that's inexcusable is like if you pick up your phone. Oh, yeah. If your phone rings, A, no bueno. B, and you pick it up. Whoa. Get the fuck out of here. I haven't seen anyone pick it up. But it is an annoying thing when you see, like, a bright screen. I make an effort to actually, like, keep my phone in my pocket. Yeah. Or if I'm going to look at it, I actually, like, put my head in my shirt. Yeah. And then do, like, the phone under my shirt type of... Type of deal? Quickly. But then I think everyone's going to look at me because like, my whole chest <laughs> is lit up like I'm Iron Man. I uh, was at a theater once, and the guy's phone mm-hmm. rang. It was on, like, super loud. And then he picked up and was just like, hello? <laughs> yeah. Oh, just give me a second. I'm, at, I'm in a movie. And he, like, gets up, and he's, oh, so what are you up to? And, like, has the conversation. And he was sitting in, like, the last row. And he's, like, clunking down the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, just give me a sec. 
gets down and you thought he would leave the actual theater. He just went to like the corner, the entrance, so you could still hear him. <laughs> but he wasn't like in the theater. And like some guy leaned over the railing and was like, dude, Shut the get the fuck, fuck out. <laughs> like, everyone applaud. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out. Uh, those are like great to be a part of. Yeah. Like when you're part of the like applause. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's never, I've never seen that, but I've seen like friggin' ah, If I just had enough courage, I would have been like, shut the f. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I think uh, this is your calling for all of your practicing, your acting, getting over your fears. I think you need to call someone out in public. Yeah, it might be. The problem with that for me, though, is like if I call someone out, I just get really riled up and then like I feel like I'm gonna fight someone. Right, that uh, crazy Korean temper of yours. I do have a temper. I know, and it's very fighty. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not, like, evil. It's just more like, I want to, f- I get, like, so worked up, like, if someone, pun- like, I'm anticipating, like, if I get punched, I'm going to freaking kill somebody <laughs> type of thing. Like, or if someone pushes me, then, yeah. like, I'll push back. Or if someone, like, hits me, just I'll Just give me back. a reason. Something like that. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, like, just try me. Yeah. Just, just, oh, they really, just give me a reason. <laughs> yeah, no one's seen it yet, though. Oh, yeah, people have, actually. Freaking Cam Stewart in oh, yeah. freaking high school. <laughs> oh, I want to kill that guy. Sorry, I, this is supposed to be a friendly podcast. Kill him with punches and murder. Not actually kill him, of course, you know, just, just rough him up a little bit. Show him, like, nobody messes, messes with Wu. She did, like, yeah. <laughs> There's stories that I could just tell, but, you know, that's maybe I don't want another, you all riled up. We, we, got, we got positive things to positive, talk about. Positive thoughts. One positive note, I've actually, I, I'm no longer working at the Brick. Woo! Woo! And I'm very happy. Yeah? It was still, when I think about it to this day, it's only been three days. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? Four, 40 hours? Through all this, I'd like to say, yeah, it, it's it's still a good decision. You know, when you leave a place, you kind of like, during, let's say, your last shift, you're kind of like, did I make a mistake? Should I have stayed and kept working? Did you have that feeling of like, you were going to miss it? Like, you were kind of sad? No. Not at all? What helped was I didn't make any sales that day. <laughs> Right? It was yeah. just every customer was like, I don't need any help. We'll we'll call you if we need you. Yeah. Or like, you know, I'm just seeing super nice. And they're like, the customer t- like seriously told me like, you don't, we don't need any help. You don't have to follow us. And I was like, that's okay. I'm just wanting to say hi. Welcome to the brick. They're like, yeah, yeah. And they just walk off. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> why am I working here? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's those types of situations where I'm like. I want to leave this place. Like, why do people talk to me like that? Like, yeah. I understand I'm a salesperson, right? But you, I know you didn't come in here to talk to anyone. But if you talk to me, you'll probably like talking to me, <laughs> right? That's the mindset I always have. But some people are just so rude. And I guess that's just the type of work that's that is. That's what it right? is. But, yeah, throughout the whole shift, didn't regret it. And... Did you do anything? Flip someone off? No. Flip a table? With all places, I like to leave on a good note. Yeah. Right? That's just something like no matter how much I even 
didn't like a manager, no matter how much I didn't like my coworkers, I'll always leave respectfully. You know, just tell everyone like I appreciated working with them. That's super Asian of you. Yeah, like <laughs> not that you know, like one thing is like yeah, don't burn any bridges. Like it's not like I really want to come back to the brick. Yep. Anytime in the future, but you know, I live in Burlington. These people live close by. I don't want to like see them and them yeah. have a bad thought of me or anything like that. Well, furthermore, if you ever decide you want to continue on in the sales career, you have to use them as a reference. Exactly. So I'm, they had like a nice little party for, well, they had cake. Yeah? Yeah. They actually Aww. had cake. What kind of cake? Just a chocolate, they, you know, like those traditional birthday cakes yeah. that they have. They just said like, we'll miss you, woo. So I thought that was pretty nice. Spelled your name right? Yeah. They didn't write Will? No, but friggin' everyone, everywhere I go, everyone's like, woohoo. Yeah. Yeah. That was throughout the whole time I worked there. Someone said it at least once every single day. There's a just... dishwasher at work who was asking me about the podcast. I'm like, yeah, me, my, uh, my good friend, Woo. And his response was, woohoo. <laughs> yep. Yep. Should have yeah. saw that coming. Woohoo. <laughs> but like this place, like I, the reason I even lasted so long is like, there's always one person where you work that you like in working with mm-hmm. i didn't directly work with this person but she was like the store manager right yeah. or the operations manager yeah and she was super nice right and she'd like bake cookies for my kids mm-hmm. and she's one of the reasons i wanted i even lasted this long because i was like i felt like i was letting her down if i left mm-hmm. too early yeah even though she had like nothing to do with me like she didn't manage any of the sales staff yeah but she was so nice to me every time i went in like i was pretty sad that i had to leave because yeah. she was like Everyone leaves, and I'm left here. No. Oh. And she's like, and I really liked you. And I'm like, oh. So. Did you get her phone number? I'll make an effort to to visit with my kids. Yeah. Because she, she has, uh, she bakes a lot. Like, she has, like, a 12, like, twins, 12-year-olds. Oh, wow. And she bakes, like, pretty much, like, every single day for them. Mm-hmm. So every time she bakes something, she would bring, like, a oh, batch for, yeah. like, TJ. Like, how do you not love someone like that? Yeah. Right, and she's a super good baker. Yeah. Like she's pretty much the reason why I even <laughs> showed up to work. Dabbled into baking myself. Oh yeah, I remember I was telling you like I was trying to make cookies and stuff. Yep, it's because of her. Aww, because she made stuff that I just thought was like so good, and I'm like, I gotta try to recreate this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm done the brick. I'm still happy. I would say you're happier. Yeah, good. Much happier. So like with. My my original thought was, you know, I shortened my hours for throughout the week, like 6 to 9 mm-hmm. p.m. I didn't want to work anymore, so they agreed. So that was obviously to try to study more mm-hmm. or use that time for, our, like, what we talked about, Shopify and learning yeah. how to market. But I'm very tired at the end of the day. Working is different than, like, being at home, right? Like, you yeah. go to work, you're going to have energy just to work, right? Yeah, it's the environment. Right? So I thought, okay... Let's use my weekends now instead, right? Instead of being at a place I don't really like being at. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to use my weekends to now hopefully study a little bit more and build this build this Woo's Convenience, Woo's Convenience. which I actually adopted that name. Yeah, my site is called Woo's Convenience. Aww, I it like is. that a lot. And it's uh, I'm going to be mentioning where the the thought came from. Yeah, in my About Us page. Nice. It's going to be a shout out to to you. Can I have 2% of total revenue in perpetuity? We'll see how much I make first. (laughs) 
it's, it's if a it's, percentage move. If it's a, <laughs> if it's a good amount, because you know, gotta think about these things. I, but I, I've I've taken the name Woo's Convenience, yeah. and it's really nice. Like I put the the title at the top, yeah, and I'm like, this works. Yeah, this really works. Yeah. Right, and I was thinking about like you said, use like aisle one or aisle two, yeah, or like freezer section or like <laughs> you know canned goods, yeah. And really, when you mentioned Woo's convenience, I thought that's perfect for like when I said a general store. Like I yeah. want to have whatever on my site, as far as like home and garden stuff to electronics to friggin' environmentally friendly things like basketball shoes yeah you can have anything with the woo's convenience so you really yeah sparked something yeah when you mentioned that name cool so i think i'm actually going to buy the domain woo's convenience yeah but i wanted your opinion on this should i buy woo convenience they're both available or just woo's convenience so i imagine there's no apostrophe no apostrophe so it's woo or Woo's. Yeah, W-O-O-S convenience or Woo convenience. That's tough. It is, right? Look, I at, a second look at the opinion. spelling of Kim's convenience. It's Kim's, K-I-M-S. I would go with the S then because... Woo's convenience? Yeah, because it won't be so much when people write it. It'll be when they say it. That's right. That's true. Because I was thinking about Yee's convenience, but like people know me by Woo. Yeah, and like you still run into the same problem. Yee's convenience or Yee convenience. That's true. It's the same problem, just different. I think I I was leaning towards Woo's because just it rolls off the tongue a little bit easier. Yeah. Like come on over to Woo's convenience. Dot com. And it's available, which, by the way, to find something with Woo. Yeah. Friggin' hard. <laughs> or it costs a lot of money. Like, it has a premium on that domain. Really? Yeah. It's really weird. Like, shop woo or, like, woo gear or woo something. Hmm. Friggin' either it's taken or the premium is, like, $10,000. Oh, wow. Or, like, $3,000 or $5,000. Yep. So I was actually surprised that woo's convenience is available. Yeah. And even woo convenience is available. Cool. And I've searched the web. There's, like, no real, like, no one's played on that Kim's convenience type of thing. Nice. So, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm going to actually... You're going to bite the bullet? I am. I, I Like, I have to buy the domain, but it's, that's the easy part. Build up my website. I'm hoping to have it running by the end of the month. Yeah? You'll be the first to, to see it go live. Ooh. You should Instagram live it going live. Live yeah. on live? <laughs> and make a page for it. I could make a really cool Instagram page. Liveception. If... Because I've seen how people are doing it, like advertising on there, like mm-hmm. showing their products. It's a nice little way to advertise. Yeah. I don't know if I'm that active. On One Instagram? thing at a time. Yeah. One thing at a time. Yeah. Facebook right now. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. But that's what I'll be spending my weekends doing. I still think you should be doing video reviews of the products that are on your website. Oh, I have to get back to videos as well. I haven't been making videos in a while because I've been, well, now I have no Doing excuse. Doing other things. Yeah. So now I have no excuse. No job. Did you ever watch infomercials? Oh, yeah. So like Chef Tony and the Miracle Blade Perfection Series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Ronco Rotisserie. Just oh. said it and forget it. Ronco is one of my favorites. Yeah? Yeah. 
So I've read a couple of case studies on like infomercials and how like it's a super financially viable business model. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be a lot of fun to create super janky and cheesy infomercial style YouTube reviews of products that you're selling. Like, you know, those cutscenes yeah. where it's like for the Miracle Blade Perfection series when they're showing out the bread knife and he's like, they're trying to cut bread with a, this other bread knife and they just squish the bread <laughs> and then he rips it. He's like, how are you supposed to butter this? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. That <laughs> Doing that kind of stuff for like whatever you're selling, I think would be a lot of fun to do like regardless of applying it to a website. But yeah, I think it would be that would be a cool like kind of niche way of selling your stuff. That's pretty genius. Yeah. Woo's Convenience is really just a big YouTube infomercial. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting a lot of, like, gold here from you, Cody. That's what I do. This is what we do. Okay. You could even just start with that and then put an affiliate marketing link on Amazon. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of money to be made and even that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I was crunching the numbers. You got to get, like, either a really high purchase rate to make good money or like an exceedingly large click rate to make money. Well, that's hopefully what that Facebook, my Facebook course will be teaching me. It's funny since you mentioned like on the last podcast, how you are analyzing and critiquing the ads that show up on your, on your newsfeed. I've started doing the same thing and it, astounded me the amount of these like short one minute videos that are really just affiliate marketing links that's all it is yeah and i was like huh these are already here it's crazy right like you just scroll through them like i guess for us like we don't actually think about clicking them because we're just like add scroll yeah but there's a lot of people who actually click them Mm -hmm. and actually follow through with the checkout process to buy a product and that's amazing to me. Yeah. Just the thought of it is crazy <laughs> that you can influence someone just from like either a picture yep. or with like just some typing that you do. Yeah. Or even a video. So, I mean, I've, I admit I've watched some of the videos. Some of the videos are cool. Like I was just mentioning to you before, like we started recording like <laughs> those Wolverine claws. <laughs> so like, oh, I know you don't really need it to pull apart. Like, look at the meat. It just pulls apart well, so easily. Need them, period. Yeah, I know. You can just use your <laughs> You could I would rather you buy those as a part of a costume. Like Wolverine yeah. I know. Ugh. But the video itself. The video. It was made very well. Yes. You are the target demographic for cheesy infomercials. Or like, this is of how bad you products. or like this is how you properly mix a salad. Or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So that's what I'm I'll you know End of the month, yep. we'll see how it goes. Like, I've seen some really nice sites, and I kind of have. I I know the theme that I want, mm-hmm. the way that I want my site to look. Uh, kind of old, kind of like, you know. You want it like, to look dated? A little bit. Like I don't want. It, like I kind of want it to look like a convenience store, if that makes any sense. Yep. Not like too modern. Not too. Because I want it to also match my story as well. Yeah, you don't want it to be the modernist, simplistic, reductionist website. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, have pictures of, like, 
there's some way to like have a picture of like a convenience store like backdrop yep or like a, something like that but th- that idea was like gold like <laughs> it, it actually that's what started something happening in my head yeah from the Wu's convenience awesome so that's what I'm doing what's up with Cody what's, what's up, up with, with Cody, Cody? Well, I've been busy with a lot of things but I listened to a podcast the other day and the guests were uh were some successful e-commerce business people, which is exactly what we've been talking about for the last few weeks. Uh, but they had a different approach to e-commerce that we hadn't talked about, and me personally, I hadn't thought about. Yeah. So they were innovators in the sense that um, they made an innovation on a lumbar support stool that they put a patent on. So they they literally went to Amazon and bought this thing you put under your butt while sitting at a desk. It's supposed to like straighten out your back like to a reduce. Seat, like a seat cushion, like an ergonomic seat but cushion. But not, it's not a cushion. It was like, imagine if you were to like make a plastic mold that covers your butt. Imagine that. Huh. But then they, you put a curve on it so that it uh, attaches, it touches both the back of your seat and the bottom of the, the seat. Oh yeah, I've so seen those like before. Runs up. Yeah, the back and underneath. It's to uh, stabilize your pelvis and put it in a position so that your uh, lumbar, thoracic, and cervical spine all align, and therefore you're not uh, gonna have any back pain. So they bought one and it was almost good, and they just made a couple of tweaks, like they went home and fixed it, and we're like, oh, this is so much better. Then they realized that you could just take the old design, make a small tweak, put a patent on it, and now you can sell it. So then they like reached out to Chinese manufacturers and were like, can you make this? They sent them a model. They worked out a pricing and then they started selling on Amazon. And now they have a, a, a seven figure business. And That's it was just a neat, a neat kind of way to look at things like, cause I often try to maximize value and efficiency in my day to day while at work. Um, and I like the idea of looking at a product that is already established and people already pay for and already use, and then making a fine, minute detail. Like the Wolverine claws that pull uh, apart meat. What, what were we going to do? We were going to patent the Wolverine claws? Ooh, that's a good name too. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I might have to put something like that on my site now. Oh my lord. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Wolverine class. Wolverine class. I'm writing it down. You don't have to write do, that do, down. Do, do, do. Okay. But that's pretty cool. So yeah, and um, the other thought process that they had mentioned on the e-commerce, because to continue on with their podcast, um, they did very well for themselves and they learned a lot of lessons on how to bring a product to market and how to market it and how do you get the most out of Amazon as a seller? Uh, so they've created basically like a group of, how do I even, you can apply to be a part of their group and they will teach you how to bring items to market and market it for you. So it's like a, a buying group, I guess, or That's a leadership. Cool. Anyways. Like a Facebook group? or a... No, it's like a separate company and then you could... Uh, call them and say, hey, like, we have this patent. We're uh, 
trying to figure out a manufacturer. We're trying to figure out someone to sell it for us. And they will take you under their wing and uh, develop the product with you and uh, bring it to market. For a fee? Probably for a percentage. Probably, yeah. Like yeah. They're, they're pretty much like a consulting firm that, exactly. that'll show you the ropes. But they did all the hard work. That's the hard work. They had to fly to China and like deal with yeah, like figuring out how to like call up a factory and say, hey, can you print up uh, some of these butt seats for us? And then um, we only need like a couple hundred because we don't know if they're going to sell. Yeah, but if yeah. they do start selling, can you print like a couple thousand really quick? Like figuring out all that logistics. I would, yeah, because that's like even just the the process and how much cost, like how much it would cost to do even like a model. To do a model versus a batch run of a hundred versus yeah. a batch run of a thousand. Because all I think about, like, have you ever watched those Shark Tank? I've watched every episode of every season of both the Shark and Dragon's Den. Yeah. So, you know, like when people come on to the show, they have like something like looks like a simple product, right? Yep. And they always ask, how much did you invest into this company? Or like, yep. how much out of pocket have you put in? Mm-hmm. And the number always seems ridiculous. It, yeah. Like I've invested personally over the last two years, $800,000. Yeah. And I'm like, like, what, what the f- <laughs> Yeah. Oh my Lord. You did right? what? Or like over the past 12 months, I've, I've put in like 150, like it's still a ridiculous And number. they don't have a patent. Yeah. And that they're like, crazy. Yeah. and then they're always those like, you know, we're, we're pretty much now in debt. We need some, you know, help. That's always what my mind comes to. I'm like, oh, if I want to develop something, I, I, that's a lot of money. Like yep. even to think about like, cause they're not like, when you look at like Shark's Tank or Dragon's Den, they're not like new, new products, right? Mm-hmm. But that's crazy how much money that they're investing to test the product, to yep. manufacture it. So I guess if that company, they, for a consulting Streamline that process. Yeah. Which is like with a lot of stuff that you find like courses to learn mm-hmm. e-commerce, like it shaves what their pitch is like if it take if it took them like five years to develop this program. Yep. They can shave off like maybe three years and you can avoid some of the mistakes that the they big, made, right? The big costly mistakes. Yeah. It's a road to stability. So if that's a route that you want to take, like you might want to like looking yep. at products in the kitchen that you might think need some improving. There is a running joke between all cooks and it's like the saran wrap, the cling wrap. Yeah. Because it comes in a cardboard box and... There are two versions, the one with the serrated teeth that you like press down on to rip the serrated wrap or the slide where like it has a cutter built in and it goes back and forth. And the box never lasts as long as the roll of cling wrap. Yeah, I know. And it is just like it becomes the bane of your existence from like the last third of the roll it is like you have to reinforce it with all this tape and you spend half your time you like don't have a making cutter. sure the box is like not falling apart. And like I've had so many times where I've like rip a strip of cling wrap off and I end up scraping my forearm. So I've got like this like really <laughs> obscure cut on my arm. Like there has to be a better way. And if I were to ever develop it, the infomercial <laughs> writes itself. <laughs> Oh no, my arm's <laughs> bleeding! And then, like, I fall down the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree with you on that because I'm. That's the problem I'm running out with at home. Yep. Those friggin' Kirkland, those huge oh, you cling wrap. <laughs> yeah, that cutter falls off yep. the the box. Oh, I know. And even if you like 
glue it back on with a glue gun or mm-hmm. you can't tape it because the thing's not going to glide then. Yep. <laughs> it's it's there frustrating. There has to be a better way. Then you're like, there is. But do you have an idea for that? No, that was just an idea of something to like, not sit down and design, but like but that's to what think about. But that's what like, you mean. Like that's what the kind of what That's you're... the kind of thing that like if I were to figure out what it is to fix that problem, then every kitchen in the world would buy one. Yeah, I could see that right? being a good solution. So it's just about designing a product that has scalability. The what? The example, they were like, somebody invented the pool noodle. Yeah. Like, think about that. What is a pool noodle? It's mostly air encapsulated in styrofoam. That's true. It's pure profits. I'll, I'll bet you the cost to produce a single noodle is less than a penny. You know what? I was actually looking at that, too. Like, not the noodle, but I was looking at, like, you know, in yoga, they have like, these products, like these blocks. Mm-hmm. No, like these blocks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a friggin' styrofoam block. Yep. Like I have to. a certain way. Or they're like these body rollers. Yep. And then you take a close look at it. You're it's right. a friggin' pipe. Yep. Just cut a foot long. Yep. With stuff taped around it. 50 bucks. <laughs> like, I wonder how much money they made selling this. Because, like, I know for a fact probably cheap ones even at Winners are like, 10 bucks, yep. 15 bucks. You just take a close look at it and you look inside. You're like, this, I think I saw this at Home Depot Yep, for like 50 cents. <laughs> I see like body rollers at on sale for like 40, 50 bucks. I'm like, I just taped a couple tennis balls together. Cost me yeah. 25 cents. So here's the thing that'd be interesting. Try to think of one more. Can you give me one more example of like a kitchen thing? that you think needs improving? So a big thing with kitchens is that all of the prep counters are a standardized height. Prep counter. What is a prep counter? So like a kitchen counter. Okay. So where you like put your knife and cutting board and you do your work. And it is great if you're between five foot eight. No, if you're like basically five foot eight, give or take, because that's at the perfect height where when you fold your forearms up at a 90 degree angle, which is the ideal angle that you'd be doing all your knife work at, it's great. But if you're shorter, then you have to have your arms, your elbows held up. So now you have to carry your arms all day. And if you're taller, then you have to bend over or my option, which is a little more stable, is to spread my feet, thus dropping my height. I can picture that. So... It's about designing some sort of system to allow you to either change the height or like, is it a cutting board that you can raise just so that people don't have sore backs and shoulders all Mm -hmm. day. Because like you lean over a counter for 8, 12, 15 hours. That'd be pretty cool. Start sucking. That's kind of like those, you know, adjustable desks that they have, right? Exactly. The standing desk versus the sitting desk and then like the ones that move up and down. If they can figure out how to like just put that into like a countertop, like a custom made But it has to be cost efficient, which is the other half. Like opening a restaurant is already a super expensive endeavor. Oh. So that's where it has to be like very minimal cost. Hmm. But those are problems. And I, Tim Ferriss says it very well. 
out of all the people he's ever interviewed, and then from his experience personally, everyone who's super successful was just trying to like satisfy their own itch. There was something that there was like a problem or a situation that they wanted to fix in their life, and then they went, "Wait a minute." I'll bet you lots of other people would like this solution. Yeah. And then they made money. See, now this is going to make me think about, like, everything I do now. Everything you do and everything you own. And how it can make or how it could be better. Yep. I'm legitimately probably, like, every time I'm doing something in the kitchen, I'm probably going to be thinking about it. Or even taking a shower. I think a lot in the shower. Yeah? Yeah. There's a whole Reddit subreddit theme called Shower Thoughts. Shower Thoughts, Yeah. Used to be a thing on YouTube where a lot of people like would make videos about like them in the showers. Yeah, like shower thoughts. Yeah, it was like a theme. But damn, there's a lot of things I could probably think about. Not the Wolverine class. Not not those, but like better ones. I know, but it's just like things that are pertinent to your personal life. Yeah, and I'm a pretty normal person. If I have, and a there problem, are lots of normal people. That's the thing, Woo. That's a big marketplace. Yeah. Damn, Cody. Now I'm going to be thinking about this with everything. Well, yeah. And then that that should be kind of like the lens in which you view all the products that you're going to put into Woo's Convenience. Because wouldn't it be great to make some money and then one day That's you true. come up with a patent for everything on your That's website? True. That's true. The other day, like, I wanted to listen to music in the car. But you know these new phones come up with these friggin' USB-Cs? Yep. Like, no headphone jack yep. in these phones, right? So I always have to buy the adapter yep. adapter from Amazon. But, like, I saw this thing on Instagram where it's just like a Bluetooth thing. You just plug it into your auxiliary input into mm-hmm. your car, and then it can connect through Bluetooth. Yeah. And I was like, this is genius. <laughs> this is something I would actually buy. Yeah. So stuff like that. Like, I'd like how, like, on my site. There's legitimately a item that solves a real world issue for you. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's uh, in politics. That's called popul- populism. When a politician tries pitching something that like literally affects your day-to-day life. Yeah. For instance, Doug Ford's $1 beers. Mm. Have you seen any beer that's $1? No. <laughs> also, Who I'm not a part of his base uh. by any means. <laughs> so he was not pandering to me. Justin Trudeau, when he said, I will make weed legal, yeah, you had my attention, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. <laughs> yeah, I never believed it, but I'm like, yeah. No, you had my here, attention. And you're like, this is fucking awesome. Have you been to the weed store yet? No. Have you? My brother went. Wait, where is it? Uh, Fairview at the northeast corner of Walkers. Walkers and Fairview. There's like, it's literally that building that no one ever goes into. It's a white like office building with stores at the bottom. There actually is one in Burlington. Yeah. It's quote unquote Canada's largest weed store. Right here in Burlington. Right here in Burlington. But according to my brother, there's like a lot of dead space. It might be the largest by actual square footage, but it's just a big store with like a regular amount of weed. Yeah. In it. Yeah, I might make a visit here. I haven't I haven't smoked in a long time. Yeah, but it's just I but it's still it's new. It's like I'm gonna go buy weed. Like it still is new, yeah. I've And it's open from like 
10 to 11 seven days a week. Damn. 11. Is, was it busy? Did he say it was busy in there? He said it was busy, but not nearly as busy as the one in Toronto, obviously. Yeah. So we, I've been actually interested in, like, the vaporizers. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. The vaporizing of the flower? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. I'm not really into, like, rolling and burning and, you know, the act of... You're just a lazy pot smoker. Kind of. That's a new, inexperienced, modern-day smoker. <laughs> well. I don't know. I kind of like it. It's like a tradition. Get your rolling set up ready, left to right. It's almost like prepping food in a kitchen, really. That's true. But, I, like again, like even I don't need a lot either. <laughs> yeah. I know. Just like I, I rolled one one time and it was like really the size of it was like an inch long. No, I'm just <laughs> having like a brainstorm. You could sell a weed rolling kit designed for cooks. So like this is an actual industry where like you have rolling trays designed to like bust up your weed and roll your joints on them. So you could design it to look like a cutting board. And instead of having a grinder, you have like a little little chef's knife. <laughs> You like chop up your weed. <laughs> you put it in a little cambro. It's you... like a little sushi, like <laughs> yeah. a sushi like plate. a little a little cutting board, like a little yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there is enough stoners <laughs> who would think that was funny that you could make a decent amount of money. <laughs> I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna I... write that down and I'm gonna look into that. For some reason, I'm thinking of, like, a giant doing it for some reason. A giant? Just like like you said, like, chopping up like a little chef. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, with that. <laughs> I'll leave you on that note, everyone. This was a fun conversation. We yeah. should have more just, like... Randoms? Randoms. Yeah, this was good. It felt good just to kind of let it, let it rip. Start off with Game of Thrones and you ripping me about these woo, yeah. Wolverine. Wolverine pieces of shit <laughs> I'll leave a link in the description if anyone's interested in buying an affiliate link <laughs> <laughs> it'll be on Woo's Convenience uh, number one bestseller of all yep. time I will be so disappointed I'll show you I'll show you how it's possible cool man alright talk to y'all next time thank you so much for listening to the one and a half Asians podcast don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at 1.5 Asians Podcast and on Twitter at 15 Asians Podcast. Reach out to us on either platform to let us know what you thought about today's episode or to give us ideas about what you'd like to hear Wu and Cody rant about in a future episode. <laughs>